To assure your listening comprehension skills and abilities, we'll discuss the narrative of I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings by Maya Angelou. We'll, we'll start by talking about the plot. Will you be so kind to summarize the story in detail? Yes. So the story starts with Maya and her brother Bailey, who are sent to Arkansas to live with their grandmother after their parents got a divorce. One Christmas, many years later, Maya and Bailey received presents from their parents and her father suddenly comes to Arkansas and takes his children to go live with his mother, Vivian, in St. Louis. Who, what, who she thought were dead, right? Yeah, her parents were presumed dead by Maya and Bailey, but they got the news that they were alive, and it was confirmed once they received the gift from both of them. Okay, anyway, Vivian lives with his new boyfriend, whose name is Mr. Freeman. Mr. Freeman rapes and abuses Maya and told her that if she says a word, he would kill his little brother, Bailey Jr. And Bailey Jr. told her mother and she told the police and he went to the court. There, there were accusations and recriminations before he was finally put in jail for that. Later, he was beaten to death by Maya's uncles. Maya decides to be in silence for almost a year. She seemed nonchalant because she didn't talk, so she seemed calm as, and as if nothing was happening, but she was devastated emotionally and psychologically. That's such an incredibly strong and deep decision to make for someone so young. What did you expect? After all, she was simply a victim that became aware of the situation and became ashamed of herself. Anyhow, her and Bailey are sent back again to Stamps, Arkansas. She then, with Mrs. Flowers, help speaks again and learns about the power of, of the human voice. They are sent once again to her mother and now with her new boyfriend, Daddy Clyde. After she graduated from 8th grade, which by the way is super cool and really is what a father should be because he treats her nicely and gives her life lessons. She then spent summer vacation with his biological father, Bailey Johnson. They went to a little town in Mexico where everyone is nice and party a lot. Then. There, she was having a, a really good time, but one night, his father was drunk and passed out in the car, and she had a panic attack because she didn't know where his father was. She then, when found out uh, where, his fa where her father was, she drove to California, but she, cra she had a car crash. And after a month, she finally returned home. Her father was attacked by his girlfriend with a piece of glass and was injured. She then becomes the first black conductorette in San Francisco. After struggling with puberty, she gets pregnant and becomes the mother she never had. Thank you so much for that summary. Now with a clearer panorama of the story, what do you think about her from the beginning to her ending path? And what do you think about her character development? Being born in Ominius times in the U.S. was not a only excruciatingly 
difficult for her to live in a country where she was treated unfairly due to her gender and skin color. At Arkansas, she always had to endure the poor white trash children's bullying and Mr. Freeman's constant touching, not to mention other disturbing cases. I believe she felt lost at some point in her childhood. That's why she grew up acting awkwardly in school situations and developing trust issues. I'll agree with you. Even though she had a droll and unstable state of mind, there were so many unpleasant experiences that shaped her to the young woman she became by the end of the book. Out of all of these issues, though, which one do you believe that made her the most impact on her overall? I think that both the fact that Maya was raped and she getting pregnant made a huge impact in her life since she was just a young girl when all of that happened to her. For the rest of her life, Maya would have the awful feeling of knowing that she got raped when she was young. That would affect her so much, but what I believe would make her had a bigger impact in her life is that the fact that she got pregnant and would have to maintain a baby by herself for the rest of her life. Yeah, I'll agree. Being raped definitely affected the child she once was, and such shock led her to become mute. But I infer that deep inside her head, a pandemonium wave of doubts and thoughts destroyed her within. Yeah, and her sparse knowledge about sexual intercourses and related subjects were a main reason for her shock, especially during the court's rebuts against Mr. Freeman. So, how would you describe Maya and her personality overall? Maya was strong because she had to confront, as we previously mentioned, unpleasant situations like her parents sending her away, the racism and poverty, which was something really intense at that time. Even though sometimes Maya acted in a way that made her look cynical, I don't think she was since she never actually acted upon self-interest. Despite everything that Maya went through, a man sexually abusing her, getting neglected by her father and abandoned by her mother, I think Maya ended up being really strong and even more since she had a baby at the end. And although everything, she loved him so much and was willing to take much care of him for the rest of his life. I think that concludes today's podcast. Thank you for listening and thank you Fernando Montelongo and Elisa Rivas. This is us signing out.